This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hi, friends. It's me, Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. On today's show, we're talking about value and worth and how big corporations like Delta Co. might bamboozle you into buying something that really doesn't have much value. Also, my dear friend and stylist to the stars, Tony Medina, a.k.a. His Vintage Touch, is on the show with me. We talk about drag and wigs and the entertainment industry and, of course, code switching and more. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're ready for another episode of Very Delta. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be very Delta. Hi there, I'm Delta Work, and welcome to Very Delta. This is a podcast where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and tell me things. Very Delta is for the woman who ignores text messages but is very active on Instagram. We have a really, really fun show today, but as always, let's get into some things that are very Delta. Delta Co. recently introduced a brand new Del Taco. And so what that means is that they have a new item that has their namesake. It's the Del Taco. Uh, and when I say recently, it's probably been out for a couple of years. But it's come in to sort of replace the other taco that was always there, which was when you order a regular ground beef taco, you would just say at Del Taco, I'd like to order a taco. Well, now you have two options. That regular taco has been moved down to being called the value taco. And the one that is like a dollar more, give or take, is now called the Del Taco. And I'm so curious as to why what was always being sold and always being pushed as their taco had to move down to a value status and why they don't like give it the name the Del Taco. Why is that? Why does that happen? Why can't they? Why I feel like in renaming it, they're sort of sort of admitting that like you were never really getting a value point. And also as it moved down, its price went up. I mean, the price of everything has gone up a little bit, but I feel like the price went up significantly and what went into it came out by about half. So that now when you order the Del Taco, which is a great value, I do think it's a wonderful value. Uh, you obviously get more of all of the ingredients and it's wonderful. 
I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think the price point is wonderful. I just feel like, does the original taco feel bad for itself? Like, does it feel left out? Does it feel, does it seem kind of shitty that all these years we've been buying the regular taco at a different price point with less ingredients? And now that they have something like bigger, they're willing to put their name on it and call it, well, this is our official taco. This is the Del Taco. Just like that seems really weird. So the Del Taco is considered a better value because you get double the ingredients uh, for whatever the price point. I think the Del Taco is $1.79. It could be $1.69. And the value taco is like a dollar. Um, this is the size of a, of a value taco. This is a soft one. You can have it soft or hard shell either way. Um, I mean, it, it is considered, I guess, the supreme of all tacos because Del Taco says that they shred their own cheese. They make their ground beef fresh. Some people uh, were surprised years ago when Taco Bell admitted that they use a lot of fillers in their hamburger. Some people have said that there's oatmeal in their hamburger. I, I'm fine with oatmeal being in the hamburger. That doesn't bother me at all. I don't think anybody goes to a fast food restaurant like this and is concerned about the ingredients, especially if it's a Taco Bell, a Jack in the Box. Um, these kinds of places, I mean, it, it is in fact fast food. So they're obviously meals that are designed for you. They're designed to get out of the window as quick as possible, uh, get people on their way, save them some money. I mean, listen, I'm an old lady. I can remember when the first value meals came out at McDonald's and they were $2.99 and for the, forever that was the price and then you could upsize them for 29 cents and that was a big thing. Now, I mean, you go to Jack in the Box and they have like, Jack in the Box is smart because they play off of uh, everybody they know that's fucking stoned because they sell the munchy meal and it's like the size of this table and it's for everybody. So it's like loaded with fries and mini tacos and, and chicken nuggets and all the sauces in the world. And, and you could get a smaller one for intended for one person, but th these companies like they know to market at certain people and I don't see a problem with it, but I do feel like it's weird that um, you're supposed to be convinced that, that, that we don't notice that all along there wasn't a value, maybe? Like, all along that taco was their, was their gold standard. That was the taco you ordered. And then they were like, no, we need to replace it and give it our namesake. How come it didn't get the namesake all along? How come that wasn't the Del Taco? And you are going to have to verbalize at a drive through window or in person um, what level you're at. Like when you go to a car wash and you say, like, I want the bronze wash. I want the, the, the silver wash. I, I feel like when I go through, people are like, you're not that serious about your car, are you? You don't really care what happens. You don't want the neon foam on your tires. I guess you don't really give a shit. So when you go through and you're like, oh, I need like six value tacos because you know that they're like so little and wafery then it becomes a thing of like well, why don't you just order the premier ones you only need a couple and then you're like well I just you know they're not going to ask you but the feeling is it sounds like I'm ordering six items and I am but they condense down to the size of two items so then like am I cheap and a pig or am I a pig and cheap I guess I'm both. And another time we can talk about McDonald's, but I'm just not still sure what the price is of a regular cheeseburger. I know it has to be a little over a dollar, but why the McDouble's $2.19 and you get so much more? 
I'm not sure what it is. Anyway, when we come back, I'm thrilled to welcome my special guest to the couch. He's a hairstylist to the stars, a longtime friend, good Judy. Tony Medina will be with me right after this break. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online, and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality, and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. And we're back. I have known my next guest for a very long time. He is the absolute wizard when it comes to hair. He's a style icon. He's a trailblazer in the world of daytime rouge, a supporter of the dolls. He is one of the dolls. Please welcome the one and only Tony Medina, a.k.a. His Vintage Touch. Hey. Hey, gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm this the, is my dream. I'm the biggest fan of the show since I'm, it came out. I've been watching it. I'm a fan of your lives. <laughs> I'm a fan of you, and you know this. Like, seriously, you have cornered a market that a lot of other people do a very good job at, and you're such a professional, you always acknowledge, oh, yeah, there's a ton of people that do really great work. Um, and you're never one to praise yourself. You always let your work speak for itself, and it always does. <laughs> Thank um, you. But you have mar uh, you know, cornered a market in, originally people would say, oh, Tony, when they don't know, oh, does he do rockabilly styles? And it's like, oh, yes, he does. That's part of what he does. Okay. But he can do something from the 20s to the 30s to the 40s to the 50s to the 60s, the 80s. You do it all. I love that big cha-cha hair. You do. You do all of it. It's just that you have become requested to do specific things because, you know, with the advent uh, or the, the resurgence, I would say, starting in the 90s when people started to see burlesque, everybody wanted to be Betty Page. Then mm -hmm. they started to see Dita and then they started to see Dita in a mm -hmm. new light. Everybody wanted a piece of that. I know. Right? I mean, I remember, and I'm sure you can too, where there was like a time when those hairstyles, the retro, the vintage styles, were kind of considered old lady styles. Mm -hmm. Like you weren't 
young, sexy, and appealing if you had your hair like that. But right. now it's like the norm to have like an old Hollywood moment on the red carpet or right. at an event. Absolutely, absolutely. And you originally started doing all this with your sister, right? <laughs> yes, my two. I have two sisters, both of them. They looked crazy. They were going in like third grade with like victory rolls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you have Do you have a favorite like era that you like working in when it comes to hair? It, it changes. I think like as an artist, there's times I'm sure like people that draw or things like that. They'll draw and then they'll like crumble it up and throw it away. Like they just get over it. Right. They're not confident with it. And my work is like that too. There's like times that I do hair and then I'm like never want to see that photo ever again of that hairstyle that I did. Right. So like. It changes. It changes. Like right now I'm really into, and I think like the world in general is really into like those layered cuts. So I love styling those because it gets like a lot of volume. So I love like the feathers. Mm-hmm. I like giving it a tight curl because with all those layers you get like the big 80s cha-cha hair. Right. Um, And then of course I love the 40s. I love like big bachuca sculpted hairstyles. Right. Would you say the the theory for you is different in an approach to styling something that someone sees on someone's head that's their hair, and they're like, I want a wig that looks like that. Because you've had to wig many celebrities. It's so different. And it I've had different. to wig a lot of not celebrities, too. Right. Which act like celebrities. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So, but, yeah, no, it's completely different. A wig is completely different than... Because I feel like whenever you're styling someone's hair, or if you're styling your own hair... You like, no, okay, I like when this piece of hair comes over this way. I don't like my ear showing. I like that. If you're pre-styling a wig, it's like a hat. It's like yeah. completely different. So I don't like to pre-style wigs, like for drag queens and things like that. You don't see me doing a ton of that. Right. And it's not because, oh, like, I feel like sometimes a queen will ask me and I'll say no. And they're like, oh, he doesn't like me. Or, it's uh, not nothing to do with it. I uh, uh-uh. Actually, I love you and I will go tip a dollar when I see you. But it... It's it's just I'm like oh the the thought of like making this little helmet, traveling to get to you it gets to you you travel with it by the time you put it on it's not his vintage touch anymore it's your touch like you that know that is so and true. it makes me so uncomfortable and I don't care if you're the best hair wig packager alive like it's gonna look different by the time they put it on maybe you intended it to be a little more centered and they're wearing it a little more to the side right. I hate that I want it so the only time I really tr- do wigs on other people as if I'm able to be on set with them and like actually finish styling it on their head so that I can arrange it to their face shape. And right. Yeah. It's very difficult. difficult. It's a very, it's a very difficult thing. And you know, I hear clothing designers say the same thing when someone goes, Oh, is, uh, is that my size? I would like to wear that. And it's like, well, yes, it is your size, but we don't know if that's your proportion. Girl, that shit needs to be tailored. Everything yeah. should be tailored. Everything, even if it's from the store. If especially you're going to Target, store. take that shit to your cleaners and be like, do you do alterations? Get it taken in where you need to. Every- right. Being a person of a certain size, I wear, <clears throat> when I get dressed up, I mostly wear vintage. Of course. Everything is altered. There's so many tricks and, you know, safety pins and things happening like when I dress up in vintage because realistically, the if you were this size uh, 60 years ago, that shit is thrashed. There's holes, you know, tears. Right. And so I, I mend everything. Yeah, you do. And that's something that uh, I remember not too long ago. Um, I don't know if you were in Vegas or where you were, but many of your things went missing. That was horrible because I know how <laughs> how you curate your collection of things. These yeah. are these are really important to you. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I it, it was partially my fault. I 
just came back from vacation and I collect men's 50 swimwear. So I yeah. collect sets like the matching swim shorts with the matching shirt. Um, and so I had a bunch with me. I went to Hawaii and I got my flight got back earlier than expected. And all my friends were out at the bar and I was like, I want to stop by and see all my friends. I haven't seen them uh-huh. for two weeks. I'm going to go have a drink. Went up. I was up for maybe like 30 minutes. I came down. Everything was gone from my car. Oh, that was so... I remember when it happened. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, you say, oh, because you went to the bar. But, I mean, that doesn't, like, I'm going to the bar. Please steal everything from me. Like, it's not that way. You know? And then I was like, if I see any of these little fags walking around in my clothes, like... Because they wouldn't know what to do with it. On site. On site. And they wouldn't know what to do with it. I don't promote violence, but on site. But it's like like you said, like, you know, the the clothing or, or hairstyle or something. There's people that think, oh, that's old or that because they don't have the reference point or they don't know from from whence that glamour came. Probably looking for like jewelry or something. I guarantee you it was like in an alley dumpster by the end of the night. And that's what makes it extra sad. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. It would hurt you, more if I saw somebody wearing it. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> you, um, obviously, you're because you work with a lot of different celebrities, uh, Andra, um, you're now, of course, working with Michelle. You've mm-hmm. been doing that for a long time. That seems like a lot of fun because you have so many looks that you have to complete. So many different ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, well, you know, you've worked in television and especially a show like that. It's very demanding. Like, you, there's so many looks. So, you know, because there's not just the episodes you see everyone on the runway. There's, like, the episodes in between. Right. Where she'll pop in and um, be, like, a coach or something mm-hmm. like that. So there's just a lot of hairstyles. Um, and anyone who's ever met Michelle knows that she, or seen her on TV knows she's very particular. Of course. Uh, so going into that, it was, like, super nerve-wracking. And I was like, you know, she was... I don't think she would, like, critique everything I did, but she just she's a woman that understands glamour so she knows how she likes to look and so she kind of like had to train me a little bit and groom me to her liking sure but now it's so much fun i feel like it's complete artistry at this point i go in and she'll just be like what are we doing today and she kind of just lets me have a good time so i like that it's fun well that's the, the magic too is the fact that she does know how to do her own makeup she does know how to get herself into that whatever I would call that sort of a default look. Mm -hmm. They know what's going to be, what's going to work for everything. But now she has somebody with, you know, other, other trained eyes that says, let's next level it. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I feel like there was like, she did have like a default look when I came, came in and I kind of wanted to like spice it up a little bit. I was Mm -hmm. like, I never see you wear like a lot of short hair, like, and I love vintage hair and most vintage hairstyles were done on medium to short length hair. Right. So I was like, let's let's do it. Like, right. it's, and I feel like I've introduced her to a lot of styles that she didn't necessarily think she would like, but now she loves. Mm-hmm. And like, I love seeing that shit on TV and people like Michelle's the best you've ever looked. And I like, I kind of feel like I'm sure you know the makeup artist did a great job too. Right. She looks super like thin and snatched, and she's hot. But like, I also am like, I think the hairstyle helped a little bit. It all goes together. Yeah, yeah. it's all <laughs> sickening. Yeah, especially when you get to work as a team. Like, I give myself credit for those. Moments. Hell yeah, you give yourself credit. Mm-hmm. Of course, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, I mean, not everybody knows this, but people who are in the know know. Okay. AKA, um, that not only are you a supporter of all drag, yes, but you also participate. Well, not in the all art drag. Of drag. Well, not, not all. Just it's not all valid. <laughs> it's not. It's no. It, it's all valid. It's not all good. It's not all good. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, because like I said, because <laughs> oh, you cons- because you that, consume oh. it because you've helped create it and you cultivated your own. So that's why you know. I've just been around you guys for so many years. Like, I don't know. When I came out, when I first came out, I was 21. 
and my first LGBT like queer friends were uh, Courtney and Fanta. Uh huh. And they were all friends with you guys, and yeah. so like I just. I was introduced to really great drag. It was so fun. <laughs> such a different time, but it was so oh. fun. And so now, every once in a while, you do get in drag. I do. And you go head to toe. It's impeccable. It is Thank impeccable. You. Does it? It takes you. It takes you. It's a process. You know what it I does. mean? Because you are actually. I've always talked about this before. Some people um, do drag, and they are like. I consider myself a female impersonator, so I mm -hmm. just do like a bunch. I'll just look at something and go, oh, "This is what I want to wear. This is who I want to look mm -hmm. like, or whatever." And then there's people that actually cultivate full characters, which I think is sickening because um, your character is based on everything that you absolutely know. Yeah, that we know. That we know. I feel like it's no secret. She's very regional and mm -hmm. she's very local, but like, but she's glammed uh, out. She's it. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Yeah. So people like you, you know, especially Chicanos in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. or you know, there's people in Texas and stuff. But it's it's yep. really, it's really specific to right. to the Los Angeles area. The type of women that sh she represents, and right. those are women that we know growing up in SoCal. You have to go on Instagram and you have to look up. Her name is Miha. Yes. <laughs> Just look that up. H-E-R-N-A-M-E-I-S-M-I-J-A. -E -I -I look that up on Instagram. I'm just, I'm going to let you do that yourself. She's and the you, baddest homegirl of your dreams. You will lose your ever-loving <laughs> mind because it's too gorgeous. It's so good. Thank you. This it's is very, that hair color. I love that hair color. You do that, you do that color, yeah. Like a ginger. Yeah, but you do it like... 4,000%. Oh, no. She's like a nod to Delta work. Like, I Aww. always know, like, Delta, you're always going to see her, like, in a corset. Like, you're always going to have, like, a silhouette. Thanks. And that's, that's from head to toe. Like, your hair shape matches your shoulders, which goes with your waist and the hip Thanks. ratio. Like, and I feel, Should she I does stand that. up right now so they can see the waist? <laughs> We're cheating for camera. That's what we do. Like. <laughs> the I thing is. <laughs> no, yeah. It, 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 but I want it to be visually appealing to myself right and so i i like that i like an hourglass shape um right. but like a dramatic hourglass shape and that's what's sickening is that when you balance it out and then like and two people uh, always i think a lot of people that don't know a lot of people don't know that when you say someone's a chola and then someone's a veterana mm -hmm. and then someone is a chacha like they hear all these terms and they always think it's all just one look mm -hmm. and they don't realize the gamut of glamour that's there the hairstyles no, totally and i see people with you they're like oh delta so chola but i was like she's not she's more chacha right like and i think for like those that don't know like like a chola you know like she's a gangster right um and i feel like there are gangster qualities to you. Like, I think that you can definitely collect someone and get them together. But um, I feel like so a cha-cha is, is more of the the women that would, like, frequent the dances. Right. In, like, the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And they wouldn't necessarily be the gangsters, but they would be the women associated with the gangsters. Right. So, like, maybe she would be the gangster's wife. Mm -hmm. um, she would be at the club, the same club as the the gangsters, but she'd be more of a disco bunny. She'd be dancing out there. She's glamorous. She's not necessarily going to be repping a hood, but she'll have like the tight little dress and the biggest hair and she'll smell really good. Mm -hmm. And she'll still have this really intimidating presence, but she's not necessarily a gangster. Right. It's a, There's a variety. And even when people are like, oh, I saw this veterana and they point her out and I'm like, that is not, mm -hmm. you are confused. Mm -hmm. You are very confused as to what you're looking at. Mm -hmm. So I think when you, you know, represent, like, it, it, it shows people that 
these aspects of the things that we have always known as glamorous are trappings that you then see end up filtering into music industry. You see, you know. Oh, totally. Um, you know Lala. Mm-hmm. Um, Lala always says, like, her her motto is, everything fly starts in the neighborhood. Yep. And it's so true because even Chachas, like, you weren't running into them at, like, Beverly Hills and celebrity parties. You were you were running into them at the local discos. Yep. These are working class uh Latin American women that work all week and then it's Friday they saved up that paycheck they went and bought their new dress and they're getting you know gussied up yeah. to go hit the club on a Friday night it's so sickening and they will whoop your ass yeah. if you try it ladies like, <laughs> ladies night at Black Velvet okay, or like Barry, the Velvet Turtle or what what was the one that all the cha-chas used to go to in the 90s and early 2000s in Lakewood uh, the Hop the Hop the Hop the Hop mm-hmm. the funk and freestyle night they would go to Black Angus they would go to Velvet Turtle, Florentine Gardens, uh-huh. um, Copa, like just so many. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That's so funny. <laughs> but we I remember that. Like, even like when I put perfume out, I always think of like certain things. I some people will go, Oh, that's an old lady perfume. And I'm like, no, that's an old Mexican lady perfume. Mm-hmm. Like it's they smell like uh, what I remember is a certain way. That, yeah, I would be like, oh, she looks so cha-cha. She smells so cha-cha. Uh-huh. People are like, how many times are they going to say that fucking word? But it's important to us. Well, you guys say chola a lot, so. It's important to yeah. us. It really is. It really is. I always think, too, like, just, in ge- like, certain jewelry reminds me, mm-hmm. like, of cha-chas. Or I always think of, like, a tiny mini, um, like, tube dress with, like, a big um, varsity jacket over it. It's, it's very totally. cha-cha to me with the strappy heel. Totally. Like, there's just certain things. Um, and then... Mary Jane girls, like Lisa Lisa, all that is like people just associate it with like gangsters, but I don't. Well, I that's don't. why I always like did, even though like uh, I never had that conversation with her, but I always I, I always saw Michelle as that. Like, oh, just totally. So like I always knew totally. that there was a way that she was like, as much as she would get elevated in the show, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think people know that she could probably get down. Like, I, I try I, to bring that to her appearance now, and I see like the it. big curly hair. Like I want it to look like a perm. I totally. See like it. I yeah. try to because she, you could tell. Well, we're gonna take a little break and we'll come back. are back. We're here with my extra special guest, my good friend and yours as well, the one and only Tony Medina, his vintage touch. I say that just because I want you to know, uh, I want you to go follow these accounts so you can see what I'm talking about. When somebody um, like Tony does what they do and they do it so well, sometimes they don't necessarily boast it to other people. So you go look on Instagram, you're like, who was that? Again, what was the name? And then you will see that Tony doesn't have to brag about shit. And that's the thing, like, when we were talking about the fact that you work on the show. And there was a time when I was working on the show uh, for, for a spell. And there was a lot of people that, like, didn't understand the, they don't understand the parameters that you're put in. And what you're allowed to do and not allowed to do. Especially in the time when I was there, I was in sort of a transitional period where it was like, we don't know you, but we need you to just do something. And there was a lot of people that had a lot of shit to say uh, online and they would go in and they'd be like, this is terrible, this is awful. And I always knew, and like, you know, you and I are significantly different in age, 
But you're such a professional person and you really do give a shit about other people and the things that are said about other people. You never had nothing but support for me. Like it was always 100% support. Same. I remember seeing you there. I remember seeing Esther at one point and it was like, I even when I knew like, God damn, these are really like famous, good names in the same industry saying a lot of mean things. You were like, I don't have time for that because I don't know your parameters. I don't know what's happening to you. Yeah. I just, you just knew me and you were like, you're gonna do what you're gonna do. You're still gonna be you. Like I'm a fan, so if I'm a fan, there's there's a reason why I'm a fan. You can say do whatever you want, but that's not gonna take away from your talent. You know? Yeah, but we're friends. You know what I no, mean? We More are. than that too. I just feel like our upbringings, um, from what I know about you, are just kind of similar. Like yeah. I just I see you. Right. You know, I, I get you. They are similar. Yeah. Um, there's another thing that's very similar that we've talked about. I think. <laughs> Oh no! I think, I'm scared. Um, I think Gabriel might have the video, uh, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I wanted to talk about code switching. Oh no! Yes, because oh, we God. both are very familiar yes. with late night drive-throughs because we work late nights, and we've been in these positions <laughs> where we go up to the window to order, Stop. and they're like, "Okay, that's going to be thirteen twelve, ma'am," and we're like. Wait, what? And we have to go. There's a long drive that happens between ordering Wait, and the girl, window. How to much going, time do we have? <laughs> how do I turn this around? Oh, no. And Gabriel has that video of you. I don't know if he posted it on your birthday. Yes. Tell us about the video. Okay, so, mind you, this is something that's been happening my entire life. Same. I've been fighting for my life against people, trying to be like, you know, like, I'm a boy. Like, right. but, <laughs> Like, even in elementary school, as far back as, like, I don't know, first grade, I remember teachers calling roll, and they'd be like, Anthony, and I'd be like, here, and they'd be like, I said Anthony, and I'm like, it is me, like, in the back of, you know, uh -huh. just my little, my little girl voice, right, is what it is, but, uh, oh, don't get me started if I'm, like, calling the credit card company, or anyone on the phone, it's always ma'am, yep, I've had a million jobs, I've worked in retail, I've worked in fast food industry, Anytime I'm on the phone, it's thank you, ma'am, ma'am. Um, but that video specifically, we were, it was after the club. Mm -hmm. And I think we, you know, we were probably drunk. And then we were driving through to get um, Carlos Jr. Uh -huh. And I think I was frustrated because I think I wanted like Chris Cut Fries and then the lady was like, oh, we only have regular fries. And I was like, well, then I would have went to any, I like go to places for certain items. Right. And I know that they have the waffle cut, Chris cut fries at Carl's Jr. And I really wanted that. Uh -huh. She didn't have that. So then I ordered like a spicy chicken sandwich and then they didn't have that either. And then she like, I don't know if she got frustrated with me, but she ended up just being like, oh, well, the fryer is not working. Goodbye. Why would I come to Carl's Jr. if I didn't want something fried? Yeah. And so like, then she was like, look, ma'am. And I was like, I'm not I was like, I'm a dude. You know, and she was like, no. And I was like, I'm a dude. I want the Chris Cut fries. And she was like, <laughs> oh no, the, the fryer's not working, ma'am. And then after I had corrected her, she kept calling me ma'am. And I remember that like towards the end of the video, you're laughing. like, you're like, we're we're hotos. Like that's yeah. what we uh, are in the fucking yes. window. No, it's true, but I like will I will get into fights with them because first they don't bother me. At first I'll just think it's funny. But then if I correct you and then you keep like right. 
like stop misgendering me you know everyone loves to say that on instagram but yeah. stop misgendering me but stop misgendering me but like me. legit it's happening yeah, to you every day like legit every day. Now I'm just no it happens to both of us and that's the thing like um i was with landon cider one time and we were coming I love back landon. yeah we were coming back from san diego and we stopped to get food and um we were like out of drag and I remember we got pulled, we, we got we got off the freeway to get something to eat. I think it was at a Carl's Jr. But we ended up going on to like the property of Camp Pendleton. And I was like, shit, we're in the wrong place. What's going to happen? And Landon was like out of drag. Boobies were back in place. Work. Like if you don't know Landon Sider, oh. of course, is a legendary drag king. Um, I did hair for his wedding. Yes. For their wedding. Yeah. Yes, you did. And... Um, so we were, were there and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to think like what? And they totally thought we were like a married couple. And like, they were like, what's going on? And I'm like, having to change my voice. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, no. We got turned off the road. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to like do the best I can knowing full well, like this does not. <laughs> Did they, you have eyebrows? I did have eyebrows, okay, I work. think. But they were like, oh, oh, sir, I'm so sorry. And then we go to the drive-thru, and then I realize, Landon goes, do you know that you change your voice when you order food? You just did it at the, you just did it at the Clock. Camp Pendleton, and now, and I'm like, no, I don't. She's like, listen to yourself. Like, she's like, I'm not reading you it's at survival. all. But it's what we do. Like, it's really, it's a thing. Yeah, it I do it all the time at Subway, um, especially if there is, um, a masculine presenting like very like tough guy like working or whatever like I don't even realize it but I think I like sometimes gonna be like well I'm not no punk bitch so right like yes put mayo on my subway sandwich right like, you know I just like pop it off and then my sisters they like hate that shit they think it's so funny they're like really girl mm -hmm. and I'm like I know but it's like I don't know if I don't want them to clock the spook or if I just like yeah but it's I a always, survival I always find too that like in inevitably if it's like uh, sort of like masculine presenting very straight Hispanic guy they're very very bothered by being corrected or being addressed by a not masculine mm -hmm. Hispanic guy and trust like I'm a big old sissy but I'll fucking molly whop that ass right, right. here so like I, I, have know to let, I have to let them know a little bit you know I know I have you to let them know. but then also I think it's with that being said, also, like, the moment we kind of consent someone's family, then we'll fag out on the same note. Right, We're right, like, right, right. Oh, hey, girl. Like, yeah, I'll take a cookie. Like, uh -huh. you know, so it just, it goes just both ways. Just one cookie? Oh, the, you know, probably the three for the $2. Three. Yeah, three for yeah. $2. You got to get a value. Mm -hmm. Which cookies do you get at Subway if you had to pick? Um, I do. I love an oatmeal raisin. My favorite. Uh-huh. And then I can do, like, the white chocolate macadamia nut as uh -huh. well. Uh-huh. Um, but those are usually my go-to. I don't do chocolate chip because not all chocolate chip cookies are created equal. No, they're, they're always not. Different. No, they're not. Do you order a sandwich all the way through or do you order like half and half? Like how do you do, or do you just order like one six inch? <laughs> no, foot long. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Foot long. Trust, I'm very specific to the point where certain sandwiches, I'll have them like toast the bread first okay. and then bring it out and make the sandwich. It's an issue. Everyone has an issue with it that's behind me, and I'm so self-conscious about it that I'll wait and for everyone else to order. That's what I'm and saying. And then I will go up because I'm like, just trying to be courteous of other people's right. time. Like, I know you're probably like on a 30-minute lunch break because you're in a suit. Right. And I'm like on my day off in the middle of the week about to go eat this laying down in front of my TV. Right. So. I yeah. get it. I get it. I get it. That's just. Okay, we have a question for you that Ask I was me. talking with Ulysses earlier. Um, Like, I'm someone that like. I frequent the same places over and over. I don't necessarily try a lot of new places I because I like what I like. I will not. And I know you like what you like too. And so I know exactly 
<laughs> what 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 I order, I know the numbers of the orders. And mm -hmm. I was like, is that like a fat brown thing? Or do you think like skinny rich people also know? I'm like, I'll take the number two. No, I think they do. I think it is a skinny rich people thing, possibly. Uh -huh. Because you know what else is kind of a skinny rich thing is like, um, or maybe just entitled, is Aww. having everybody in the car hang out of the window and order their own thing. <laughs> when I'm like, no, we need this order together. You yeah, tell me what yeah, you yeah. want. Tell me. I like, I'm so anal about it where I have everyone text me. So then I just read the text. Yep, Even if we're in the same car, text it and then I read it because I like, well, I don't like to be embarrassed. At, I hate it. That that shit embarrasses me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I know my order and I'm not going to frustrate somebody else because my first job was at Taco Bell. Okay. So I know what it's like to be yeah. frustrated and like, girl, okay, so how many tacos? Right. Like when I know all of us are ordering a taco, so I could just say five instead of, and then, you know. Like I'm tired of people too that come and they, like, why have you not, rem why do you not know at this point in the world that there's two menus? Well, they, that's to look at, that's to order. Move your fucking car Oh, your friend up. is 400 pounds in the back seat right. being like, oh, I, let me look at the menu. Bitch, it's yeah. McDonald's. Picale, Burger, move, chicken move, sandwich, move, move. fries. Like, at all. McFlurry or fucking soft right. serve. You like, know what's what do on the you menu? Want, bitch? You know what's yeah, on the menu? I hate that shit. It's not that That's what gets deep. me mad. But they think it's deep. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But then also to like non fat, like to skinny rich people also like dance or like clap or get excited before they eat? Or is that like a fat person thing too? Um, I, I do kind of get like, mm, uh huh, like it's gonna uh -huh, be like it's good. gonna be so good. <laughs> but I don't clap when the airplane lands. I'm not that person. Oh, no. Because it's supposed to land. It's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't do something uh -huh. extra. Like, and then someone does clap. I look at them like, bitch, were you bad jujuing uh -huh. me? Did you think we were going to fucking go down? Right. Right. The fuck? But I always wonder, like, sometimes, like, sometimes I'll get really excited when I eat. And then I'll, like, ooh. I'm like, uh -huh. And then I'm like, this is really fat. I'm like, do skinny people it is do fat. this? It's so fucking fat. I don't think skinny people do no. it. No. <laughs> uh -uh. Well, skinny people will uh, leave fries. I won't leave any fries. Oh, no, I mean? even if they're fucking cold. And, you know, cold fries suck. You know what I'll have to talk about again sometime is what do you order, but what do you order from the 99-cent menu to eat before you get home? Because mm. you got to get, like, a little something, like, just a little wrap that's, no, like, this No, I'm big. fat, so I, I, like, first of all, I'm always on a diet. I can tell you, like, maybe half the year, half of those Mondays out of the year, I start a diet. Uh -huh. um, I'm not on one right now, but next Monday I am. I'm like, next week I'm going to start this diet. Right. But when I'm not on a diet, I order two orders of fries. Oh, okay. So, because I like to eat the fries on the way home. Uh -huh. And then I get pissed if I'm like, now my burger has half, like a quarter of the amount of fries to eat with my burger. So I have a full order of fries. There you go. And then sometimes I have some extra what I didn't finish on the way well, home. Well, I get mad because I'll always take the fries out and go like that. And I'm like, nope, it's not full. And because mm -hmm. it'll be like, the little pocket will be like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's not even coming out. Do you ever go to Rally's? Yeah. Rally's has great fries. They have great fries. They do. They have great fries. I know. I could talk about this all day long mm -hmm. and Me I probably too. will. I'm going to text you about it. Okay. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. I've been sitting here talking with my very, very good friend, Tony Medina, his Vintage Touch, who is a legendary hairdresser and trendsetter and all of it. Um, this is a one of my favorite parts of the podcast, which okay. is where we get to answer letters. This is oh, a segment. Oh, my favorite, too. Yeah, this is a segment called Read Me Delta. I finally have this back. Or the Last time I was here, I, I didn't have it, and I was mm -hmm. a mess. I love it when you used it as mayonnaise. 
It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that. Oh, this looks like a short one. I'm not mad. Dear Senorita Delta, I'm a 26-year-old man. I have a girlfriend. We've both been the same sex. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm a 26-year-old man. I have a girlfriend. We have both been with the same sex and prefer each other. But I've even come to... I've come to perfecting giving her orgasms, which no other man has ever done for her. But I still like jacking off to gay porn. I don't like sucking dick or having anal sex, though I just like looking at men and not being with them. Do I just keep doing this? Yes. You just keep doing this. Work. If this is what you want to do, you uh, d you have sex however you like. You know, some people are top, some people are bottom. I recently heard of something called a side. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a no. side is somebody who likes having oral sex, does not want to have anal sex. So they're not a top or a bottom. They're just on the side. Hey, <laughs> oh, I don't, don't ever want to be just on the side. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, a side of ranch. Period. But like... Do whatever the hell you want to do. I mean, if if you're all on the same page and you all know what's going on and everybody's being safe, I say go for it. I don't know. What do you think? Would you prefer they do something different? What do you think? Honestly? Yeah. I like don't care what you do, but there's some things like I just don't want to know about. Right. You know. Because you're a gentleman. <clears throat> yeah. I just. Okay. Like, I know that you like dated girls before whatever, but like, I don't need to know about like. Are you talking about us? Like, because yeah. you knew that I used to date girls? Yeah, so did I, but they also knew that they were dating girls as well. <laughs> I never dated girls, but I did. you did. I know uh, you did. Yeah, you've said that before. I have before. old photos and everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think um, do whatever you want to do. I mean, honestly, yeah. I feel like that you're not really even in a predicament or even a, 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 a place where a conversation has to happen with you other than you and, and your partner, I feel like. I mean, I think we're in a new age where, especially these past few years, where people sort of are comfortable saying, I don't know that I identify this way or that way. I uh -huh. just do what in I fact, do. In fact, it's cool to like yeah. say that now. And some people like, yeah, like you're saying, some people just say it just to say it because they mm -hmm. feel like they want to belong to something or they want to have some predicament in their life. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you're saying no, that. Yeah. But what I am saying is, if you have a way that you separate your, your, you include your partner, you separate your partner, you have three partners, I don't know what you're doing. But it's a little more socially acceptable now. I think so. I also think that unless your partner has a problem with it, then there shouldn't be a problem. I right. think if your partner was like, that bothers me, then you might need a new partner. Right. Or need to have that big conversation. But if you're, it's not bothering your partner at the moment, then just do what you got to do. Right. Have a good time. Yeah, try not to injure anyone. I mean, that's important. Have a good time, fool. Yeah. But you don't you don't even want a blowjob, though? Like, that just seems like... Or you want a blowjob, but you don't want to suck dick. Is that what you're saying? You want a blowjob, you don't want to suck dick, and you don't want anyone... You don't want anyone down there. Like, Senorita Delta, I like how you address I know, you. but how like that, though? Like I know. Did that make you feel old? I mean, I am old. Oh. But I'm not too, <laughs> I'm not too old to, to try to ask this person, like... You don't even want to get fucked at all? Or you don't want to fuck anybody? Whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you know what? You're going to do what you're going to do. Uh, it sounds like you're selfish and you just want blowjobs, but I mean, that's fine. Because it's a long letter. This I can see. This is a long one. Oh, Delta, your podcast is amazing. I love that you get attention from fans. It's very entertaining and real, very Delta. That's sweet. I'm attending, uh, I'm new at attending gay bars because I came out late in life. I need, uh, I know I need to tip my drag performers, but I never, I don't know 
how to gracefully do it. What's the best tripping uh, tipping technique? What's the best tripping technique? What kind of trip are you on? Don't trip. I feel like I'm baiting the drag queen with my dollar if I just put my hand out with the bill hanging. I've also seen guests individually give each dollar out of a stack to the performer. I feel like that the poor queen was at the bank. Is that how you tip several bills? Uh, am I expected to tip drag race girls more since they're more expensive? There should be a guidebook. Thank you for guiding me, Delta Queen. Everybody should get tipped the same. Everybody should get tipped the same. Um, oh, sorry. I, I just jumped right into no, that. No, go for it. I want your answer. <laughs> I want your answer. Because you know it as somebody who supports and somebody who does drag. My first time actually out as a gay man, like I came out when I was 21, um, I actually went to Hamburger Mary's in Long Beach and I saw you perform. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, with, and you were and like, oh, gross. No, oh, no, I was obsessed. I had to follow you on Instagram. <laughs> you are like, I can't do this. It was you, um, uh, Hurricane Divine. Oh, gross. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> and, um, yeah, no, but it was it was at the old Hamburger Mary's. The old school but, one, yeah. So, yeah, so I've attended drag shows for a long time and just don't fucking touch them. Just give them the money. They'll be right. excited. Whether you're waving it or... Right. They'll find you. They'll find that dollar. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact that you that you are even concerned about it is very generous. And mm -hmm. I think that it's nice that you would be um, concerned about how to do it, like, ethically or, or politely. I don't think that there's necessarily um, the perfect way other than to just wait till the drag queen comes by you and, and give them the dollar if you can. Um I, I would definitely suggest like this kind of like if this is their face like you kind of don't want to like go like oh, oh yeah, come, do an instruction come like, get it come get it because it's like the work is done when they get on the stage like for many entertainers <laughs> I'm not gonna dance I'm gonna high quality romance you know what I'm saying so like if I'm coming out like I'm gonna be modeling through it and work. that's what I give. And if you don't like that, that's absolutely okay. You don't have to like it. You can be like, oh, she's not my favorite. You don't have to say anything disrespectfully, but <laughs> you also don't, you just, I guess, don't tip them. But, you know, there are people that come. Like, I, I we have at one of the shows, we have um, uh, the owner goes around and asks people before the show, would you like to buy any singles? We have singles. Oh, I love that. And I love so that. I've heard people from the other side of the curtain go, for what? What's, what's that for? And I'm like, damn, oh. nobody told you, like, you know, I, here's here's a safe bet. Twenty dollars will probably get you through a drag show. If yeah. you get twenty dollars in ones, and there's like five performers, they each come out twice. Yeah, I mean that's you know you don't have to overdo it, but you know there's definitely a place where if you do have a favorite and you're gonna have your favorites, yeah. you don't necessarily have to be like, oh, I don't like her because she's gross. I only like my favorite. I'm saving all my money for my favorite. Hating on somebody else that you don't like at the show doesn't make your love for somebody else in the show stronger. You don't have to be yeah. ugly. You also don't have to shower everybody with money, but you should tip everybody. I mean, there's been times when I've given you all my money accidentally because I was just like feeling it and then I ran out of money and then, you know, then I just take my ass back to the wall. Like, don't, don't be trying to be in the front of the crowd and shit if you ain't got no money. Right. Like, that's for people that want to tip. Like, you know, like take your ass to the wall if you're not going to tip. I do find that So I will, I will do that. Like, yeah. I will be like, fuck. Like, there's just certain numbers that are my favorites of yours. And I'm like, oh, I'm just doing it. Like, just throwing money at you. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I was supposed to tip Raja. Fuck. You know, so she, she just won a whole bunch of money. She doesn't She's need good. It. Yeah, She's so, good. But She's then I'll take my fat ass to the wall because I was like, well, why is my big ass going to be in the front? But you've seen no. it like at so shows. So there is etiquette. You've seen it where people will come and they'll have like a massive party 
Mm. And I don't think they tell the people that are in the party what they're about to see mm. or what's going to well, happen. You have to warn your friends. And they're like sitting there like, what is going on? Like they thought they were at Dave and Buster's. And no one like, also, oh, not God. everybody needs to be at a drag show. Not everybody. Like I don't think, like I'm not going to convince you to come see queer people dress like. Right. The opposite sex. Like I'm not gonna convince. Like either you're gonna be into it or you're not. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I don't want to be that friend. I'm gonna be the one to expose you to drag. Right. I'm gonna sh- if watch watch Drag Race a few times and then I'll take you later. Like I hate that. Like people are like, I'm bringing my friend. It's her first time. Like, sh- why? 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 Like why you're gonna force them to be uncomfortable for an hour? That's what that's I so said. weird. Like it's just my friends. Like okay. My friend doesn't like um, sushi. Well, I'm not going to take her to the sushi spot when I go have dinner. Oh, why didn't you invite me to dinner? Because you don't like sushi, bitch. And when they tell their, like, their, these girls or whatever to bring their boyfriends. No. Who are so uncomfortable. And then they're, like, putting a dollar. And they're like, come fuck with him. Come fuck with him. He's so embarrassed. Oh, well, that makes it safe for me. Mm-hmm. Like, you want me to go over there that this guy's looking mm-hmm. at me and knows full well. I bet you, mm-hmm. like... You are just some bald guy. That's why he has two other girlfriends. Right. Because you're a bitch. (laughs) That's why he has two other girlfriends. (laughs) It fucking happens. Uh, It happens. Well, thank you for being here and, like, not just answering these letters, but just giving me a fucking Answering them wrong. (laughs) No, giving me an earful. This is so fun. I'm so grateful you made the time. Thank you for having me. This is fierce. Um... Also, too, uh, if you want to send a letter in to me, you can send a letter to readmedelta at gmail.com, and we'll get those letters, and we'll filter through them, and then, you know, it's going to be very that. Um, That's all the time we have for today. That's it. This is where it ends. Thank you to Tony Medina, a.k.a. His Vintage Touch, for being a guest on Very Delta today. Um, Where can people find you on social media? Um, All social media, His Vintage Touch. Um, Her name is Miha for... um the drag accountant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Across That's where everything. It is. Yeah. That's where it is. For real. Thank you so much for listening to Very Delta and a special hello to everyone watching the show on YouTube. Very Delta comes out every Monday right here on the Very That podcast feed and on the Mom Podcasts YouTube channel. If you're new here, I'd love for you to subscribe so you do not miss any new episodes. And if you'd like to follow me, you can follow me at Delta Work on Instagram. I'll see you next week right here where we like to keep things very Delta. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. <laughs>